Georgia New Moons. I'm Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Lua Nova podcast. This week, your Who the Lua Report is about. <laughs> I'm going to briefly go over areas of your birth chart that you can use in both future Lua reports and in your personal relationships to help you to understand those relationships better to manifest etc it occurred to me that um, instead of picking another latin celebrity as this week's choice that i wanted to take that time at some point to discuss with you how your birth chart matters in these same relationships etc okay and in order to do that I needed to make the episode. <laughs> so here we go. That way, you know, future episodes or past Lua reports you can go back and listen to will make more sense to you. So we are going to be discussing your sun sign, your Venus sign for sure, your Jupiter sign, and maybe one of the other signs just in case. But basically, I'm just going to do a brief overview of these signs. And I am bringing back the dating tips because we are going to do a special holiday edition of your five dating tips. Let's get started. So in this week's episode, I decided to do things out of order, honestly, because I just want to. There's no particular why, but I'm going to start with the dating tips. There is a holiday spin on these dating tips, but not all of them are holiday related. But I'm going to start with the first one, which is very much so holiday related. And if you have been with your partner for a long time, this one likely won't apply to you as much, but feel free to fast forward <laughs> to the second one, etc. But number one. Whenever you are at the stage of your relationship where you're going to each other's families for major holidays, I need you to make sure that you are bringing something, okay? Um, your partner should likely already know this, but just in case, just in case, I don't care what it is that you decide to bring that is between you and your partner to discuss, and please make sure that you are make you, you know, that you're making sure that you're checking in with this family and just like you wouldn't show up to your own family's home with nothing you know if they're wine drinkers get wine if they like certain types of snacks get those it doesn't if you if you don't cook or bake that's fine but it doesn't have to be that but don't just show up empty-handed don't be that partner that they're like yeah i remember when you brought so-and-so here and they didn't even bring anything <laughs> Okay, you don't want that to ever be a thing. Okay, and if you can, make it so that it's obvious that it came from both of you. Dating tip number two is kind of related to many different types of holidays, okay? Um, the gift-giving holidays in particular. Have that discussion early on about do we exchange gifts? Is this a thing? There's obviously a lot of gift giving areas of December that are happening. And so I want to make sure that across the board, you, no matter where you are in your relationship, that that is a discussion that you're having. Are you giving gifts this year? 
is that significant to you? If it's significant to one of you and not the other one, then the person that is not significant to, I need you to understand that the person who does enjoy giving gifts, who does enjoy decorating, etc., is going to be pretty bummed. Okay. And sidebar, I'm going to tell you, if you're somebody who enjoys decorating, enjoys holidays, enjoys gift giving, that you are likely with the wrong person. And a lot of people would try to sugarcoat that and make it sound real sweet. Nah, absolutely not. I, <laughs> I understand if when you meet that person, maybe they haven't really experienced too much of that, but if they're not willing to give into the gift giving and they blame it on everything outside of real religious beliefs, then they're full of shit. Okay. Outside of actual religious beliefs, they are full of shit. Uh huh. And if you want to continue to be in a relationship with somebody like that, that is your choice. However, that feeling of, well, I wanted to put up a Christmas tree, a Yule tree is what they actually are. Or <laughs> look up the history of Yule, look up the real history of Christmas. I say this every year. But if you're somebody who puts up those decorations, if you're somebody who enjoys buying gifts for your significant other, etc., and this person is adamant that they just don't do that, and you get this gut feeling that that just doesn't feel right to you, that's because for you, that's a red flag. Don't ignore that red flag, okay? I'm just saying, friend, pay attention. Pay very close attention. Now, the rest of these dating tips are not necessarily holiday-based, but the whole reason I brought back this segment is that honestly... I saw more information that I needed to give and I definitely am seeing some people out there that not even are just asking just me, but asking other love practitioners for our help and not really understanding certain boundaries, okay? That there is no love spell, there is no tarot card whatsoever that can prevent you from fucking it up, okay? There's no such thing. Because we have no way of knowing if you're going to or not. And maybe these will help. Okay. Number three. Asking for selfies. Gentlemen, I'm kind of directing this one at you. Because a lot of the time women don't ask this. But gentlemen, don't do that. If she wants to send you selfies, she 100% will. You don't have to ask. I cringe when I think about the men who definitely didn't make it very far with me because they were constantly asking for selfies. I have mentioned this before. I used to be a promo girl. I was promoting brands across the board. And so that meant that I took selfies weekly and would still come across some fuck boy who would have the audacity to ask me to send him a selfie. And I would always direct them to my Instagram. There you go. Here you are. Cause, and then they would, um, let's say that it was from some dating app that they found me on. They would say, well, I just want to make sure it's you, honey. Um, I can't speak for anybody else, but here's another side tip that you can use. I am big on videos instead of selfies. So if there are a hundred videos of me, um, you think that I somehow stole all of these videos from this magical person who doesn't exist. I exist. <laughs> And so I advise everybody to post videos instead of just selfies, because then that whole nonsense about, well, I just want to make sure it's you. You want to make sure it's me in in this video where you can hear me talking. You, that the, the one that actually matches my voice and my nail color and the dog in the background and the car I drive, things like that. That's what you're referring to. You think I just met, somehow made that all up? Okay. You think I'm God? 
well, thank you, but I, I didn't, I didn't. And so ladies, if anybody ever asks you that, I know you've heard this before and you probably already do this, just direct them to your social media accounts. If that's not enough for them, then they're not enough. How about that? Got it? Number four, it's kind of in the same vein, asking people to send you nudes. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that you cannot, but um, make sure you actually know this person pretty well before you put that out there. Let's not start just asking people for that and we like barely know them. Let's not even bring up sex very early without understanding, filling that person out and understanding where they're coming from. Because that means you're basing a lot of what you think of them on assumptions. You don't actually know anything about them yet. Um, Let's fill them out first. Unless they're hitting you right away with um, nudes, let's not assume that that's okay to ask about. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, gentlemen, never in the history of Evers has any woman just blatantly wanted you. And I've heard a lot of uh, Dusties complain and say that this is not true. Wanted you to send them dick pics and they don't even know you. They don't know the first thing about you haven't even necessarily expressed any sort of interest in you they didn't ask you for that they don't even know you okay and once again there is not a love spell there is not a tarot card there is not a moon phase there is not a planet there isn't a a spirit guide on on that exists that can help you with you crossing people's boundaries with you not understanding the basics of dating okay Now, I, as a love witch, don't do love spells on people. Never had to, never will. I am the spell. You are the spell. Get it through your head. I know I haven't said that in a while, so this is why I'm saying it again. You are the spell. You are the spell. Jeez, get that through your head. You don't have to do spells on people. It's gross, and it's it makes me think of you as, like, basically a potential serial killer. That's, it's odd to try to force somebody to like you. However... With that being said, as an actual love witch, it's in my blood line and all of the above, I need you to get it through your head. We cannot help you if you're not helping you. If you aren't doing everything to self-sabotage, then there's really nothing I can do to assist you. Okay? Got it? Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. (laughs) Which leads me to my very last tip when it comes to tarot love spells, etc. Be mindful of who you are listening to and paying. I'm not telling you that I am the greatest that ever was. I believe I am. However, I am never going to tell you that there isn't another practitioner that isn't able to help you, that there isn't another tarot reader, etc. We're all different. However, with that being said, there's also a lot of scammers out there that are saying things to you like, oh, you know, you came across this video because it was meant for you when really it's because of the algorithm and that's why you came across their video or are giving you the most boring and basic love readings that aren't even based on your personal situation. And I do not mean a collective reading like I'm about to do. I mean an actual reading that's supposed to be personal, that's supposed to be about your situation in particular. Whenever you come to, let's say, a reader, you're supposed to give them enough background for them to go off on. You know, not that, you know, you have to tell them every detail of your life. But if you're coming to me and you're telling me that you're having a difficult time finding love, 
I'm going to ask you about your relationships, you know, your most recent ones. And I might, I might even ask you about family relationships, friendships, etc. because I need to get into your mindset. Okay. And I might even start to hear from your spirit guides as you're telling me about your family and friends. Okay. That is how you know the difference. As opposed to somebody who is just giving you the basics of what any regular tarot card means. If they're not going into depth and really tying into those cards, that reading, that spell, etc. What you yourself are going through, then you are likely dealing with a scammer. So let's be careful with that. And with that being said, when it comes to love spells, you all know I'm very anti-love spells on people who cannot consent. I'm not telling you not to do love spells whatsoever. There is all kind of love spells out there in the world and you can even create your own that are pertaining to your situation where you don't have to put something on somebody who cannot consent to you. Okay. I am never going to tell you not to do any of those because a lot of them are great. There are love spells for building a stronger bond for, of course, self-love. I've taught them myself on this show. They'll show the spells that I've told you are just very basic they're not meant to be these like super deep spells that's something you have to pay me for but <laughs> the ones that i teach on here for free are just meant to be for fun okay but they do apply because it's all about the energy that you yourself are putting into them if you decide to put a love spell on somebody who did not consent who may not even know you're alive who is an ex of yours please do not have the audacity to go back to that practitioner and get upset when things don't go your way or things blow up in your face or the energy that you have created is one where that person now resents you instead of loves you because there is a, di a big difference between obsession and admiration. What you're wanting is the admiration. You're not wanting the obsession because obsession isn't necessarily because that person actually loves you. They could be obsessed with you and hate you. My stalker wasn't in love with me. He hated me, okay? He hated everything I stood for because I am love and light and all of the great things that he, he will never be. Therefore, I created a stalker because of it. <laughs> I did no spells on this man, okay? And I understand that that's sometimes the energy that we carry, which is why I say you're the spell. Okay, those are my five dating tips for the week. Remember, show up to people's house with something. Thank you so much. <laughs> This is the break before the end. Oi, Jinji! I'm Josie the Mustang, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch and the host of the Luanova podcast. The Luanova podcast comes out every Monday and Friday. But not only do we talk a lot about dating and love and self-love spells, etc., we also talk a lot about manifesting. And I know that for many of you, that includes your vision board. So. Let's talk a little bit about that podcast that's just sitting on your vision board collecting dust. I think the following ad is going to help with that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know the vibes. And if you're new here and you don't know the vibes, that's okay. I'll explain it to you. Let's talk about the pink unicorn in the room, which is my disclaimer. A collective reading is a collective reading, meaning that it is for a collective amount of people. This may resonate with you today. It may resonate with you in six months. It may never resonate with you. This may not actually be for you. It might be for your best friend from second grade. It might be for your college professor. It might be for somebody with a, the same zodiac sign. It's for who it is for. Therefore, if it's not for you, that's perfectly fine. Feel free to fast forward, skip the tarot part altogether. But if you want a personal reading, then at the end of every single show of mine, I always make sure to leave my contact information so that you can reach out to me. I will then send you a menu. I will never reach out to you first regarding any sort of anything, but especially tarot readings. I don't do tarot readings on TikTok or anything like that. So I'm not one of those TikTok tarot readers, nothing against them. It's just not something that I do. Okay. I do not shuffle cards any particular amount of times. I just go based on my intuition and therefore i also read tarot cards intuitively okay they are loosely based my readings are loosely based on what the tarot card itself means but i also base it a lot on the energy that i'm picking up on okay got it i also do what is called a one card pool meaning that i pull one card from my deck if more than one card comes out then i will likely read it and I do not read reversal cards. I don't explain why I need, don't read reversal cards. I just don't. Nine times out of ten, my deck is upside down. That's why that card is reversed. <laughs> because I meticulously make sure that my deck is not upside down. So, not anything, any special reason. And let's see, what is your energy for this week? It also doesn't matter when you're listening to this because... It may resonate with you at a different time as opposed to when this was recorded okay i tend to record right before the episode is supposed to come out so if for instance it is a show that comes out on monday it is being recorded that weekend etc got it got it awesome and your card for the week oh friends oh man okay <laughs> you know although i just said that I do a one card pool. I know that a lot of you are going through a tough time and so I'm not about to just sit on just that one card. We're not going to sit in any sort of negative energy especially during this holiday season when I know a lot of you are struggling. And so because I just pulled this three of swords what I'm picking up is that is of course an energy of sadness. Energy of a lot of you going through a very tough time and the last thing you need from me is another sad reading i guess another sad message etc we're not doing that so i'm going to be putting this card back in the deck but i wanted to let you know what card it was if you're not familiar with the three of swords please feel free to look that up it is usually a card associated with trauma and sadness and depression and i know that that might be how a lot of you are feeling but i need for you all to have a good reading so i am going to reshuffle these cards and we're going to clear that energy. So, I'm doing that right now. You might hear me spray something. That is my own spray that I buy. Um, that is either Florida water 
or what in English would be called black rooster water. And it is known for clearing energy, etc. If you don't have any of that, that's okay. You can make your own. You can even use whatever you got. Use water, uh, rubbing alcohol, whatever is known for its cleaning properties. Use it. I'm not judging. <laughs> so what is the energy for my new moons this week? Do not give me more depressing news. We don't need that. We're going into 2024 with completely different energy. And as we go into this Mercury retrograde, my new moons need a happy reading. So what is their card for this week? Ah, there it is. Okay, so after you get the Three of Swords, after you are out of that energy of sadness, depression, trauma, and taking the time to heal, taking the time to experience that grief, accept that grief etc then you will be ready for your will of fortune energy which is your card for this week the will of fortune sounds exactly like what it looks like this is a card especially when it is upright that is all about abundance it is all about manifestation the law of attraction etc and so what that means is that yes you might be experiencing a, a time in your life that sucks that you know, maybe you're being super introverted, don't want to be around anybody. Maybe you're having super high anxiety. But when you come out of that, anxiety I know is a whole other beast. But when you are ready to tackle that, when you do tackle that, etc., what you will be experiencing is that your will of fortune is now upright. You are now easily manifesting anything that you want. You are now experiencing what the divine puts you here for your destiny the you're living out your dreams all of the above and this week will lead to that this is why i said that this is the card for this week is that i'm picking up definitely on an energy of that that is beginning this week do not believe the hype of well good things can't happen to you during mercury retrograde they can't happen to you during waning moon phase the reason why i say that i don't do spells etc during that time is that i consider that a time of reflection and a time of self-healing for myself it doesn't mean that none of that works it can also be a time of very chaotic energy which is why it's an energy that i personally don't work with however there's many different types of people you might really enjoy working with that chaotic energy and i say more power to you absolutely go for it this is also the number 10 card so that is your angel number for the week is 1010. 10. Okay? So, just know that things are going to start turning around for you this week as long as you take the time to do that healing. I usually would not get into the topic of the show at the end, but um it is because this one is something that I've already kind of gone over with you all, but I chose you as the subject because I want future Lural reports or even past Lural reports to make some more sense to you, especially to those of you that are new. So we're going to start with your sun sign. Whenever somebody asks you what your zodiac sign is, they are referring to your sun sign. And so for instance, if you, like myself, were born in a certain area of September, then you are a Virgo sun. Okay. And if you're wanting to get into what is your moon sign, what is your rising sign? You have to know what time you were born. 
how you are going to find this information is that you're going to go to Google. You're going to go into Google and you're going to type in free birth chart. You're going to pick a website that resonates with you because they're all different and it should be free. I have, I'm sure that there are birth charts out there where they're charging you to see them. But for the most part, most of the websites I've ever used to look up celebrities, all of that information has been free. Okay. So once you find out your exact time of birth, cause we don't all necessarily know that then, then you can look up your birth date in this birth chart and it's going to tell you your sun sign, your moon sign, your ascendant, etc. You're going to see a list of all of the planets and the moon and the sun whenever you were born. And the reason why that is significant is that the entire birth chart, that energy that those planets were, are in helps to shape who we are. Because just like we have a certain frequency, so do the planets. And they heavily influence us. Whenever people think that astrology, for instance, has no meaning towards us, I always find that very odd, considering that farmers use the moon, considering that we ourselves use the moon and the sun, whenever we are doing a lot of things in our life. And so if astrology is not real, then why exactly are we even referring to the sun, the moon, the earth? You're currently on a planet. You don't find that at all like spiritual in any way. And I say this a lot to people who claim to be Christian because I, I pick up on that energy a lot from Christians and not so much other religions of not understanding that God created the universe that you're currently on. And so when we're referring to the universe, we're referring to God and everything that God created. It's, so I'm not understanding the idea of astrology being evil when God created all of those planets, all of those stars, etc. If Now, if you're an atheist and you don't believe in any of that, that's perfectly fine. I'm not addressing you. I very rarely address anything atheist related, not because I don't respect you, but because we don't have we don't have beliefs that are similar whatsoever. So I don't really know if I if you're getting much out of this. However, that's not to say you're not. And this definitely don't ever want you to feel that you're not welcome because you are. Everybody is welcome, including Christians. But one thing that I have experienced many times that I don't experience with all religions is Christians saying everything is evil without actually knowing the background of it. Okay. You think Halloween is evil, yet you put Christmas trees in your house, not understanding that they have similar pagan origins. Okay. A lot of what you are doing, blowing out birthday candles, etc., has heavy ties to what is considered witchcraft. The whole reason why many of us refer to ourselves as witches is basically to weed out people who think that way. It's to weed out the ignorant. Okay. So with that being said, after you get that birth chart, I want you to pay attention in this particular episode to your sun sign, your Venus sign, and your Jupiter sign. Okay, I, I realize that this show will go on forever if I go over the entire birth chart, but these are areas that I tend to pick up on whenever I'm um, looking at an influencer or a celebrity that I'm doing a lure report for. I do already have two little reports in mind for the end of like, all. I'm sorry, through the rest of December. And um, I think there's only two more Mondays that I'll be doing these for, for the rest of uh, 2023 until we get to 2024 and I'll start doing new ones. But with all of that, <laughs> let's take a look at our sun sign. Our sun sign, it is important. Don't get me wrong. 
it shapes a lot of who we are, a lot of our personality traits, but it is not the largest part because you see your moon sign would be sometimes considered your shadow self. Your shadow self is pretty much your other side. It is how we feel about things that everybody doesn't necessarily see. And so I'm going to use my birth chart. This is obviously going to be the best way to explain this as an example. My moon sign is Leo. And so it's not uncommon for me to expect to be super important to everybody that I care about. To have Leo energy. To basically be loud and proud when I need to be. However, because that's not my sun sign, that is not necessarily how I lead everything. However, your moon sign can oftentimes kind of battle with your sun sign and your rising sign. My rising sign is Pisces. Your rising sign can, is, a, is how the, the world tends to view you. And when you think of a Pisces, Pisces are known for being extremely intuitive and some oftentimes call them hippies. I equate more of that hippie energy with Aquarius, but I will say Pisces is known for their intuition. They are known for not even really trusting that intuition though, but they have it. If you are referring to an unevolved Pisces, you are referring to somebody who has a very strong intuition about people, but they don't listen to it oftentimes. They are very aware of what's going to happen next, but they don't listen to it. And so if that is, if you are a Pisces son, yes, I'm calling you out for that. You have a way with people. You, you are very easy to get along with when you want to be. Okay. And we can refer to certain celebrities like Rihanna and as being a great example of a Pisces that, that is well-loved, well-liked, that is very intuitive and probably doesn't even know it and saw a great future for herself. And you know, maybe one day she'll be a little report. You all know that I like to lean into um, focusing on Latin celebrity. So it's not to say that I'll never have other people of color that are little reports. But I'm just letting you know right now, if you're a Rihanna stan, that yes, I'll probably do a little report on her, but it won't be anytime soon. Okay. But I wanted to use her as a great example of a Pisces since that is my rising sign. But your rising sign is how the world views you. So I'm not surprised that the world would view me as being extremely intuitive. I am a witch, of course. <laughs> and so that is, those are areas, those big three are areas of your chart that can help you understand who you are a little bit better. Okay. Our Venus sign is how we are within relationships, how we interact with others, how we interact even socially. Venus is the planet that is all about luxury, that is all about sensuality, beauty, love. Think of, of the goddess Venus, that energy, the energy of love. And that is how we are in relationships. If like myself, your sun sign and your Venus sign are the same, then you can pretty much tell that exactly what you're going to be like in that relationship based on your sun sign traits. Okay. So look at your Venus sign. Also pay a lot of attention to, let's say that your Venus sign is completely different than your sun sign. Pay attention to how that Venus sign, the traits of it and how you can use that to your advantage in relationships. Obviously as a love witch, I want to lean into this for you all. 
So let's say that your Venus sign is Capricorn. It's currently Capricorn season. So that seems, I'm sorry, it's about to be Capricorn season. It's Sagittarius season, but <laughs> let's say that your Venus sign is Capricorn. What you're going to do is look up traits. If you're not familiar of a Capricorn, look at the Capricorns in your life and pay attention to, to similarities that they're going to have, but lean heavy into that in your relationships because that is how you'll understand them better. How does a Capricorn typically dress? What colors do they typically like? And if you're kind of confused here, I'm gonna give a Leo as an example. I've never met a Leo that didn't care about their hair, facial hair, hair on their head, etc. Also, I've met tons of Leos and of course have heavy Leo placements within my own family that are very drawn to the colors orange, red, and yellow so very fiery signs that's not to say all leos are this way just don't start with me but that is to say that is something that i pick up on is that leos in particular tend to lean into wanting to even dress like a fire sign aries as well though <laughs> i've come across quite a few aries that really like the color red in particular but so lean into that how would this sign dress what Am I even, you know, is this something that I'm seeing in my relationships? Am I behaving like, for instance, an Aries in a relationship when that's not even my sun sign? That's why. Okay. Jupiter. Jupiter, as you know, is the pit bull planet. Okay. I associated, I associate Jupiter with having pit bull, Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide energy. Okay. Getting the party started all about greatness. Look at the size of even Jupiter compared to earth. Okay. Jupiter is how we make money. Jupiter is the money planet. Jupiter is how we also manifest. Okay. Jupiter is all about manifestation, the law of attraction, the, the law of assumption. Therefore, look at what sign it's in. And extra points for you if it is, if it's in a sign like Taurus that is known for money and luxury. Taurus is all about love and love. I'm sorry, money and luxury and food. <laughs> That stereotype that Taurus really loves their food. I've never met a Taurus that didn't. But, and if you're like, oh, well, that's, that's not me. Look at the rest of your chart. This is why I'm bringing up the entire birth chart. Okay. That is how you're going to manifest. It's why I bring it up a lot. Obviously, I'm teaching you all about manifestation. And therefore, knowing your Jupiter sign is super important. If you happen to have your Jupiter sign in these two signs, Capricorn, Virgo, and you are likely outstanding and business ventures. If your Jupiter sign is in Taurus, it's not uncommon for you to easily make money. It's also not uncommon, also not uncommon if that, that, I'm sorry, that also applies to if your Jupiter sign again is in Capricorn, Virgo, and Aries. These are signs that are associated with, with money, with business. Okay. And so since Jupiter is all about the law of attraction and the law of assumption, all of the laws, really, all of the, <laughs> the universal laws is what they're called. I heavily speak about the law of attraction and the law of assumption because that is what is used a lot of the time in manifestation. Okay. So look at those areas of your birth chart. That way, the next time that I talk about a celebrity or the relationship that they're in, it'll make more sense to you. I am going to be doing not one, but two little reports on couples. And I'm going to be bringing back Miss Carol G because the reading I did for her was, 
<laughs> and not being super accurate. <laughs> and I love Carol G. I love her spirit, her energy. I love seeing great things happen for her. And there was this so-called reader that had nothing but negative things to say about her life. And I think to myself, this is exactly why it's important for somebody like myself to come along and give you all real readings. Okay. I do not have the consent of that celebrity, but I'm going to just bait, pull cards for entertainment. And sometimes it ends up being right. Like the last time I did that. So I'm going to be doing two celebrity couples. Hopefully they won't break up before then. If they do, we're still going to do them anyway. <laughs> okay. Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself 100% for helping my show to reach its goals this year. I had no idea that from February to today that my show would get to where it already is. And this is just the beginning. I'm not even through season one yet. Season two will begin at the very beginning of February. I know I said that I'd get y'all the date, but I don't, I honestly don't remember. But I think it's February 2nd. Don't quote me. I'll double check. <laughs> but season one will continue through January. So no worries. There will only be a short break for these upcoming holidays or that holiday week. I do want to be able to spend time with my loved ones and not have to stop and record. So you will be getting pre-recorded episodes for that time period. So that will be around, uh, I'd say the week, I'll say about December 17th is when that will start. And those pre-recorded episodes will be through that week. And then I will return with regular new episodes at the very beginning of January, right after New Year. Okay? So I just kind of want to let, let you all know that. I said that on the last episode, but I want to make sure that I reiterate that. If you would like to follow me on social media, my username is Josie the Mustang, and that is on Instagram and TikTok. I don't really use Instagram. I don't even know why I still have it. So I recommend following me on TikTok because I do post on there every single week um, promoting the show. But I also interact with a lot of the people who follow me and listen to this show. I really enjoy it. Thank you to my new followers. I have a new follow, a, a lot of new followers that are Brazilian or from Brazil. So obrigada, a special one to the Brazilian listeners. But with that being said, the top five countries that listen to me, four out of the five are Latin American countries. So I am hearing you. <laughs> and then next two little reports one will be on a colombian artist <laughs> miss carol g you all know that we're gonna actually be doing one on her relationship with her boyfriend fade and am i am i saying his name right i'm gonna look that up before i record that episode because i'm not gonna be saying his name wrong the whole episode absolutely not okay a lot of you preferred when i said it with the spanish accent carol g and i will absolutely say that <laughs> the whole episode if you would prefer as you all know my second language is portuguese so when it comes to cert saying certain words in spanish it's not as easy for me because although spanish and portuguese are extremely similar and have a lot of the same words they are not the same <laughs> so anyway Follow me on TikTok and Instagram and Spotify. Yes, I have a Spotify. If you look up Lua Nova, not only does my podcast pop up, but so does my profile. If you follow my profile, I make free, all caps, free 
playlist for you to meditate to, to do your spell work to, to even do your housework to. I'd make them for money, I make them for love, etc. They are extremely popular, especially there's one that I made for money and there's another one that I made for, for connecting with your spirit guides. Thank you all for loving those two in particular as much as you do. They have they both have over 600 listeners so far. So that that's amazing. That's amazing. And I see that the brand new ones that I've made, the, I made one for Oshun and I made one for Santa Muerte. And I see that you all are already liking those and they are less than a week old. So that's amazing. I love to hear that. <laughs> Please, if you are new here, give my show a five star rating on both the Apple podcast app and Spotify. It is thanks to those ratings and thanks to your listens that my podcast is now monetized. So I will thank you a million times as much as I can. Okay. I'll talk to y'all this. What is this? This is the Monday episode, right? Not me already forgetting. <laughs> talk to you this Friday. We'll see what the energy is of the weekend. If you want to book a personal reading with me, or you want to send in your question to the show, you can email the Luanova podcast at Luanova podcast at outlook.com. Again, that is Luanova podcast at outlook.com. If you need to see how to spell that, it's right there in the show notes. Ciao.